The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. Um, put our hands together for the Lord. You know, if you have been totally blessed, shout hallelujah. Okay, everybody say, God bless Terry McCormick. And come back to God's favorite house. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, um, it's a miracle, you know, to just be able to worship God, the maker of the heavens and the earth. It's, it's a total, total privilege, you know, that we have. And, and today, um, very briefly, <laughs> we will be talking about coming out of Egypt. Coming out of Egypt. And you see, we'll, we'll take um, just one verse of scripture and, and just share on that. God did not say to Moses to say to Pharaoh, let my people go. That was not what God told Moses. God didn't say to Moses to say to Pharaoh, let my people go. It was more than that. It was more than that. And, and, and in Exodus 5.1, Exodus 5.1, afterwards, after Moses and Aaron had met with the leaders of, of, of the Jews that he went, they went to Pharaoh and said, this is what God said, let my people go so that they may celebrate the festival to me in the wilderness. So it's not let my people go. Let my people go so that there's a purpose for the release. Praise the name of the Lord. What represents Egypt in your life today? It could be financial Egypt. It could be a health situation. It could be a marital situation. It could be a business challenge. It could be a transactional Egypt. It could be a relationship you, are, you just need to get free of. It could be a habit that is holding you, apparently holding you bound. But today, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you are coming out of Egypt. You're coming out of Egypt. So Egypt is anything that prevents God's people from achieving their God-given destinies. Egypt is anything that prevents God's people from entering into their God-given destiny. But as we read in Exodus 5, Exodus 5, 1. God said to Moses, let my people go so that they may 
worship me in the wilderness. They may celebrate me in the wilderness. And that's a big deal. And it's a huge factor of covenant. You know, um, thank God for uh, Terima Kalman's testimony. When he was a baby, he was born with the soft spots hardened. And he had one month to live. But his mother raised him to God and said, let my baby go so that he can worship you. Literally. Let heal my son and you can do anything you want with it for your glory. Anna stood before God and said, if you give me a, a, a son, this is the purpose. So, you can't just want to come out of Egypt for coming out of Egypt's sake. It's, it's, it, that's not how it works. You cannot get out of Egypt for getting out of Egypt's sake. Oh, I just want to get married so that I can, you know, flash my ring. Oh, I just want a car so that, I, you know, um, my mates have cars. Why do you need to come out of Egypt. Why do you need to come out of Egypt? What is God's purpose? What is God's plan? So there has to be um, a greater purpose for your coming out of Egypt. And once we locate that purpose and connect it with God, heaven moves on your behalf. Praise the name of the Lord. You are coming out of Egypt. Praise the name of the Lord. Everyone moves on your behalf. So what is the um, overarching, the, the big picture, the, 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 the great purpose for you to come out of Egypt, for you and I to come out of Egypt? And if you look at that scripture carefully in, in Exodus 5.1, it says, so that they can celebrate a festival unto me. So the big picture, the reason why you will get that child, the reason why you will get that wife or husband, the reason why you will get that level of anointing, of, of oppression in the Holy Spirit that you've been desiring is for two reasons. The center of these greater purposes are God and people. You know, sometimes we just want to get married for, we don't even have a clue. Why do you want to get married? Mm, it's time for me to get married. When is the time? There's actually no time to get married. Why should this child be healed? Why should this relationship be healed? Why should this organization go to the next level? Why? The big picture has to be God and people. I was the God and people. So back to the scripture, you know, yeah, put it up. So to, to celebrate a festival to me. A festival to me. So God called Moses and Aaron. And the afterwards there means they needed to talk to the leaders of, 
of the Jews. So God spoke to Moses directly, but Moses needed Aaron. Moses needed the leaders of the Jews. Many times, the, the, the fact that God has spoken to you, you assume that um, you can achieve your purpose alone. You cannot achieve your purposes in God alone. It's not going to work. Moses tried it, and it, it, it landed him 40 years in the wilderness. Praise the name of God. You can't. So, pastor, what are you saying? What I'm saying is this. You need people. You need people. None of us is as strong as all of us. None of us is as strong as all of us. You need people. Even if you are strong, you are strong as a lion. A lion that is alone is vulnerable. A lion that is alone can be attacked by hyenas. Even a lion that is alone is a prey. But two lions, three lions, four lions, a hall filled with lions. <laughs> you know, I was reading a blog, and, and the person that was writing the blog was saying, no author can self-edit their work no matter how talented they are, no matter how much talent they have. You can't. No one stands alone. You can't. You see, the people you are connected to determines the door you can walk through. The people you are connected to determines the level you can operate in. The people you are connected to determines the protection that is available for you. And one of the things that disconnects us from God and from people is in gratitude. Is in gratitude. Anything you don't value, you will lose. Anything you don't appreciate, we work out of your life. It's in gratitude. And that's why we, 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 we focus every Sunday, one Sunday in a month, to have a, a Thanksgiving service where we can show gratitude to God and to the people in our lives. I don't, it doesn't matter how close your friend is. If you are ungrateful for that friendship and you keep treating it with disdain, over time you will lose that friendship. If you're ungrateful for your husband or your wife, over time, you lose the marriage. If you're ungrateful to God, you will have a problem with your vertical relationship. And once you have a problem with your vertical relationship, your horizontal relationship becomes a problem. Exodus 5, as we tie it all up. Now, if you look at it, God says to them, so that they may celebrate a festival to me. You can only celebrate with people you are grateful for. You can have a party with strangers, but you can only celebrate with people that you appreciate. And God said, let them go and celebrate to me. So, let them go and worship me. So you can only celebrate with the people you appreciate. You can only worship a God that you are grateful for. 
The reason we are unable to worship those that struggle in worshiping is because you don't appreciate God. Really. Because when you really appreciate God, you, 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 I sing praises to your name. Oh, praises to your name. That doesn't sound like Terry, but it's okay. Um, the point is this you're coming out of Egypt, you need people, you need gratitude. Let's bow our hearts as we bow our heads. You are coming out of Egypt. And let's just talk to God. For some of us, we, we are hurt. We are offended. There's offense in our hearts. Sometimes towards God. Sometimes towards people. Why don't you bring it to God today? I want to pray with you. If you are here, you have never given your life to Jesus. Or you are upset at God. You have a problem with your vertical relationship. You, something happened in life and you thought God disappointed you. And you want to come back, I want to pray with you. Or you're saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I want to come back to Jesus. Wherever you are, that is me. Put up your hand over your head and I'll pray with you. You don't need to come forward. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother. Keep the hands up. You don't need to come forward. I pray with you wherever you are seated. God bless you, my brother, right there. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my brother over here. My brother over here. God bless you. My brother over there. God bless you. That is me. Put up that hand. You don't need to come forward. I pray with you wherever you are seated. God bless you. There's a hand right there. Allah Kona. God bless you. That is me. Pastor, pray with me. Pray with me. I need to settle my score with God. I need to sort out my vertical so that my horizontal can be flourishing. God bless you. God bless you. Give the hands up until you get a card. Once you get a card, God bless you. And that hand over there. Once you get a card, that is all I need. Then you can put on your hands and we're going to pray in a bit. The rest of us, let's just talk to God about what we have heard. No one stands alone. No one can do the fight by themselves. We need one another. Oh, Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise and glory. Thank you for everyone that you are drawing and you have drawn unto yourself today. We ask that you set them free, my Father. Make them truly yours. Breathe your life upon them. Every one of us, the grace to be grateful to our relationships, to the people you have connected us with, give unto us. Honor and glory be given to you. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the Lord for His kindness and His mercy.